Are you a Christian midlifer who has been searching for answers on how to just feel better? Are you experiencing mental and physical fatigue, ongoing pain, and trouble sleeping? Or lately, have you been Googling brain fog and weight gain? Boy, do I understand all of that. Listen, friend, I want you to know that there is freedom in your whole health, and it's not worldly freedom either. In this podcast, there is biblical freedom for you through holistic health solutions and godly support, which will then transform your mind, body, soul, and spirit, and help you find this freedom at midlife. Hi, I'm Michelle McCoy, and as a holistic and functional health coach, I have realized the answer is in partnering your faith with holistic solutions and a heck of a lot of discipline, intentionality, and commitment to changing your life at midlife. So are you ready to feel better in this new season of life? If so, I will be right here each Tuesday and Friday to help you along. If you're ready for breakthrough action and restoration, it's time to treasure your wellness. Hi there, happy Faith Friday. I hope you are all doing well and have enjoyed your week thus far and are looking forward to the weekend. Yay! If you are new to the podcast, I am so happy and grateful that you are here. A huge welcome to you. And today, this is Faith Friday. So today, we are going to be digging into God's Word. And I wanted to turn to Romans today and talk about trials and talk about how we are supposed to rejoice in the midst of our trials, in the midst of our struggles and our worries and our fears. Over and over again, the Bible tells us to rejoice. And I don't know about you, but that was always so difficult for me. And truthfully, it still can be very, very often. Like I have to be intentional in turning my thoughts back to the Lord and back to his word so that I don't sink into my flesh and I don't sink into the emotion of what I'm feeling. So I don't know where you are right now. I don't know what's going on in your life, but I just felt led to kind of give my two cents here on this passage in Romans and You know, I'm not a Bible scholar. I am not a Bible teacher. I have the utmost respect for teachers and preachers and scholars that really know how to dig into God's word, really get into the, the root of it, the Greek and the Hebrew, and just really get into the context and really understanding what that context is. And that's really not where I'm at, you know, maybe someday, but I do enjoy reading the word the way I've been learning how to read the word. You know, the Bible is not boring. It used to be, if I can just be completely honest, it used to be a little boring to me. And I don't even know why I felt that way. I think maybe I was reading the same passages or I was just not understanding. You know, I I just don't think I was understanding. But Now I can read Old Testament, New Testament, go back and forth, and I can see God's hand all the way throughout the Bible and how applicable it is to us in each season of our lives, Old and New Testament, and how there's always something for us to learn from it. So the Bible has literally been coming alive before my eyes, you know, especially in light of recent world events. It's really so interesting 
how the words of the Bible are coming alive. It's really very cool. But I really wanted to talk about Romans 5. So if you do have your Bible, turn to Romans 5. And I want to read verses 1 through 11. Romans 5, 1 through 11 says, Therefore, since we have been declared righteous by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. We have also obtained access through him by faith into this grace in which we stand, and we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. And not only that, but we also rejoice in our afflictions, because we know that affliction produces endurance, endurance produces proven character, and proven character produces hope. This hope will not disappoint us, because God's love has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. For while we were still helpless, at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. For rarely will someone die for a just person, though for a good person, perhaps someone might even dare to die. But God proves his own love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. How much more then, since we have now been declared righteous by his blood, will we be saved through him from wrath? For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, then how much more, having been reconciled, will we be saved by his life? And not only that, but we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received this reconciliation. Okay, so what jumped out at me when I read this was three times in this passage, verses 1 through 11, the word rejoice is mentioned. It says in verse 2 to rejoice in hope. We can rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. And then in verse 3, we rejoice in our afflictions or in the King James Version that says tribulations. And then come down to verse 11, it says we can rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ. So we're rejoicing in hope, we're rejoicing in our afflictions, and we're rejoicing in God. Well, that's really hard to do, isn't it? When you're going through your trial, when you're going through your affliction, your tribulation, whatever that is. But what I gleaned from this passage was that really through Jesus, we have hope and peace. And knowing that we have Jesus in our corner always, because he's always in our corner, he will always have our back. That can help us during the times of stress where our tensions, our afflictions, or our tribulations, where they might just threaten to overtake us and really defeat us. Because that's what the enemy wants. The enemy wants us to be defeated. The enemy wants us to be overtaken and sit and stew in our trial. Sit and stew and be caught up in what we are going through instead of turning to God. So when you look back at verse 4, it says proven character produces hope. To me, that works us right back full circle to rejoicing in the hope of the glory of God, which is in verse 2. So we can rejoice in our hope because God is our peace, because he gives us grace, because we have faith in him. We can rejoice in our afflictions because we know that Jesus is right there with us. We know that whatever we are going through, it's for our good and for God's glory. It is producing character which then in turn produces hope it 
helps us to come full circle, right? Because as it says in verse five, this hope will not disappoint us because God's love has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. So really, we have the Holy Spirit. So that helps us to rejoice in hope and rejoice in our afflictions and rejoice in God. Because here's the thing, by ourselves, we can't do this. We absolutely cannot rejoice in our afflictions. We cannot rejoice in the hope and we can't rejoice in God sometimes because we are too deep in the pit, right? When I was going through my fire for those three years, I could have sunk deep down into that pit of despair and it was tempting. It was so tempting to sink down, just not get up in the morning, but I clung to the promise of God. I clung to his word and I clung to Jesus. And that is how we can rejoice in God because we are reconciled to God through Jesus. So we can rejoice knowing that we are righteous by our faith in Jesus. No matter what our feelings are, we can rejoice because we are daughters of the King. We are daughters of the one true God. And he always has our back. And he will always have our back. So that's just kind of my messy takeaway from Romans 5, 1 through 11. So again, I don't know what you're going through right now, what your trial is right now. But I pray that you can look at the word rejoice in your struggles a little bit differently. Look at that word rejoice in general a little differently. And know that Jesus has your back. He's in your corner. And he will help you through every minute of every day if you just turn to him. Rejoice in hope, rejoice in your afflictions, and rejoice in God. Father God, we thank you for your word. We thank you that your word never returns void. We thank you, Lord, that you are King of kings and Lord of lords and that we can turn to you for every detail of our lives, no matter how big, no matter how small. You have our back, you love us deeply, and you love us unconditionally. And so, Lord, we just give you whatever our struggle is today, we give it to you. We pour out our hearts to you, Jesus. And we thank you that you hear us, you see us, and you are right there for us. Help us to rejoice during our trials. Help us to turn to you first and give us your sweet peace. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. All right, that's what I have for you today on this Faith Friday. I hope this episode blessed you. And if it did, go ahead and take a few seconds to share it with somebody who could also use this encouragement. And if you haven't yet, go ahead and leave me a five-star review. That would just bless me so much and it would help other women just like you to find the show. Have a wonderful weekend and remember you are a beautiful treasure.